Welcome to the Business Sphere. On this podcast, we want to share real stories and real struggles from entrepreneurs who have been where you are. John Fong interviews business professionals and entrepreneurs in many fields to uncover their successes and challenges. We take a deep dive into their journey and provide you with tips and advice to help your business today. Thank you for listening to The Business Sphere. Don't forget to subscribe and share this episode. Joining me today is Kelly Roach. She is a business growth strategist who helps entrepreneurs surpass ordinary and create a new standard in their niche. Thank you for being on the show today, Kelly. Thank you so much for having me. So I love the, the, the intro where you talk about like expertise and niche, right? Where this is the rabbit hole you've been starting your business on. So if you don't mind sharing with the audience members your journey, what got you to start this? And you can share as far back as, you know, back before you started this journey, like your education and as far back as you would like. Absolutely. Well, you know, for me, I grew up in a large family, five kids, um, one income. My dad worked for a nonprofit. So we literally grew up living just above the poverty line, right? So our everyday existence, a lot of times was my parents fighting, trying to figure out how are we going to pay the bills this month? How are we going to get by? Um, and, you know, I always say that the most often heard phrase in my house growing up was no, followed by we can't afford it. And so for me, you know, when I went to college, I went to the school that I was going to be in the least amount of debt. I had no idea what I wanted to do, but I knew I didn't want to be in a desk, you know, behind a spreadsheet. I want to be interacting with people. I want to be out in the world. I want to be making a difference. So I went to school for communications, right? How general can you be? I was like, some way, somehow I'm going to be talking to people. Right. So when I graduated, I started in an entry level job for a Fortune 500 firm. And basically, I chose that job because I knew that if I got in on the ground floor and I worked my tail off, that there was endless opportunity. Right. So for basically a decade, I was the first person in, last person out, got promoted seven times in eight years became the youngest senior vice president in the company. We actually broke every record in the company's history for profitable growth, internal expansion, year-over-year profits, the whole thing. Built a team of 100 uh, and achieved kind of my dream, which was getting in the boardroom, you know, on the planes and in the, in the trains and, you know, uh, wearing the suits and doing the whole thing. And, you know, that was great. But obviously, you know, as I got to be, uh, you know, closer to, to 30 years old and, and began to really look at my life. I was like, you know, do I, is this what I want for my life? Right. I, I looked at the three, the three things that were most important to me, you know, freedom, fulfillment, financial abundance, the ability to put family first. Right. And I was like, mm, this path that I'm on is not going to make that happen. Right. And so I, I really had to examine, uh, who am I, you know, what am I good at? Like what, what, what do I want to do with the rest of my life? And when I looked at that, my passion is really helping other people become successful. It's seeing in them what's possible for them, even when they don't see it for themselves, right? And the reason why I was able to be so successful in corporate was, you know, that I have a gift for business growth strategy. I have a gift for seeing the fastest, most efficient way to build a business. And that's why they kept giving me location after location until I was running 17 different locations as like a 25 year old kid, right? Who does that? Right. And so, you know, I started my company on the side of my corporate job. 
I was still working 60 hours a week and I built my business to almost be a million dollar company while working full time as a senior vice president. And then, you know, pivoted into my, my business full time, quickly took it from seven to eight figures, started a philanthropic foundation, um, co-sponsored, co-created three other companies with peers and colleagues and friends of mine. And, you know, now I have the privilege every single day of helping people transform their lives by understanding the no fluff, no BS, fastest, most efficient path to create a sustainable, profitable business online. And so that is what I do every single day. And I love that journey that you were on. So I'm going to go back a little. Um, and it's great to hear your success story. But of course, during those eight years in corporate, and then during those years of side hustle, kind of on your side kind of gig, to then where you are today, there must have been challenges, and must have been a lot of hardship, a lot of decisions you had to make so i think there's whole years that i blocked out to be perfectly <laughs> honest i think there's entire 12 month segments of my life that i have blocked out because they were so challenging um but yes i'm happy to answer anything about that time for sure yeah so those eight years i know you mentioned you moved up the corporate ladder you kind of understood the gaps you understood where you wanted to be what really stood out from what you saw in the upper echelon of those boardrooms where you wanted to set yourself in? Was it the status? Was it uh, the recognition? Was it the pay? What was it that drove you to stay there for eight years? Yeah, I mean, number one, the education that I was getting was invaluable, right? So I utilized the education that I got in that time every single day. And I'm so thankful now. I mean, I had no idea when I started building my business, I had no idea how much I was going to have to lean on that education as I got to the higher, higher echelons of what I'm doing now. Like I use my time in corporate more now running an eight figure company than I did when I was starting and running a baby company. So number one, I was learning so much. Number two, I had an incredible mentor, an incredible mentor that literally changed my life. I'm so thankful. His name was Dave. And um, he was the hardest boss, the hardest. He pushed me so hard. He challenged me so much, but he really helped me to grow and to learn everything that I, I knew about business that allowed me to be successful. So education, mentorship, opportunity, right? I was being rewarded and recognized continually. I was increasing my pay. Um, I was able to go from an entry level salary to being, you know, a highly compensated, you know, multi, multi six figure earner uh, in my twenties, you know, and, and that was an awesome opportunity. Um, but there were, you know, a lot of things that were also not so great about it. Right. And, you know, obviously being, 22 years old and walking into a branch and being the person that is tasked with turning it around, um, you know, where the culture is bad. Uh, no one wants to hear from this 20 year old kid. Um, you're starting from the ground up. It's, it's a complete disaster. Um, you know, it's a toxic environment. You know, there, there's a lot that comes with that. And every step of the way, um, you have people kind of throwing tomatoes and, and, you know, sabotaging and undermining and resisting. And you have to prove yourself over and over again. As I was taking over those 17 branches, every time I was taking over a new location, I was literally starting over from zero. So yes, I had the skill and the knowledge and the education, 
but you have to go reprove yourself to new staff in a new environment, in a new territory, in a new product line. And so, you know, I think people always discredit the past careers that they've had. They always discredit their backstory. And I think that's a huge mistake. I think that a lot of what will make you successful today is you reflecting on the lessons that you learned from yesterday. And if you don't get those lessons from yesterday, you will keep experiencing the same failures, the same setbacks over and over again, because you didn't get the learning, right? They always say it's a whisper, then it's a knock, then it's a pound, and then it's like, the train hits you, right? It's like, if you don't get it the first four times, you know, some, somehow you're going to get it. So that, that's just, you know, a little bit about that. I don't know if that answered your question. And, and also near the end, so after the eight years, you were finally the VP and you kind of got where you wanted to be. Um, how did the company take it when you kind of told them you wanted to yeah. venture off on your own? Because a lot of people probably looked at you saying, wow, you know, you're an inspiration to all the younger employees or people that have been in that organization for many, many decades, let alone years. Yeah, no, uh, this is actually interesting. And I think this is a huge lesson for everyone listening. So I was open and honest from day one, I actually went to my leadership and I said, I'm going to go ahead and start my own business. I said, you know, I'm not being compensated in alignment with my contribution, because I was making the company millions and millions and millions of dollars. And I was exceeding my budget. I was the top performing person in every category every year. And yet I was making a couple hundred thousand dollars. I was like, I can make more than the CEO of this company in my own business. Right. So I went to them and I said, listen, I said, love the company, love the work that I'm doing. I'm not quitting, but I am starting my own company. And I said, here's why. And I said, I understand if you want to fire me, and you can go ahead and do that today. And I'm prepared for you to do that. Um, but what I can tell you is I will still be your best employee. And I'm not going to, you know, allow this to impact my ability to deliver. And, you know, even for almost five years, while I was building my own business on the side, I continued to have the top performing, you know, team in the company, blew our budget out of the water, developed people, and they really left me alone. And the reason why they allowed me to do that even though they knew, and I was public about everything. I mean, you see my social following, right? There's no way you could not know what I'm doing, right? Um, you know, they allowed me to do that because I was delivering on my promise. And I, was I think, I was yeah, I think that's, that's so important, right? Like, it's always that 80-20 rule um, in yeah. not just career work and in life, right? You're going to have the top performers in every aspect of in, in every single uh, division, every single task, every single role in every company. And if you produced 80% of the results and you were only a select number of people, I mean, why would they let you go, right? Yeah, absolutely. Even with you producing at 50% of your capacity, you're still producing 80% better than everyone else at, at yeah. 120%. 100%. And, and I think it's such a lesson for people today because you know, I think there's like this entitlement in our society today where like people expect things to be handed to them or they expect a raise because they've been with the company a certain amount of time or they expect, oh, I've been, you know, working in my own business. I'm working so hard. I should be making so much money. And it's like, no, like, no, none of us are entitled to anything. We're not entitled to anything. We don't deserve anything. It's, it's what we create, right? 
you are compensated in direct correlation with the impact that you make on other people and, and the value that you bring to the market. And we have to get away from this entitlement thinking. And we have to, you know, remember that anything is possible, but you have to be willing to earn it. Right. So, so I love what you've said. Um, what were some of the key, I would say, skill sets that your mentor, um, you know, you mentioned David, he's the guy that kind of pushed you along. And were there certain things that really help you become who you are today? Because you mentioned five years of doing that on the side, allow you to be confident enough to step away and still yeah. earn a really good living. Yeah, there's a lot. I mean, I, there's so much that I carry with me that he taught me. But one of the conversations that I'll never forget for the rest of my life. So I was, you know, I was a sales rep and I was very young. I was like 21, 22 and I was killing it. I was making great money. I was having a lot of success. And the company came to me and they were like, hey, we want you to go, you know, be a branch manager. And I was like, I don't necessarily want to be a branch manager. I'm like, I am happy. I'm successful. I'm winning. Why do I want to go do this? Right. And he said to me, Kelly, he said, you could be the best salesperson in the world, but what you can do alone versus what you can do when you learn the skill of generating results through others is exponential. It's immeasurable. You can't even compare that. And I've carried that with me, you know, for the rest of my life. I wrote a book about building a dream team. It's a huge part of what I think about and, and what I, I do and the way that I teach and, and how I built my own companies. And, um, you know, I, I think that's really important to remember because I think when you get out in the entrepreneurial market, you know, and you start building a team, you go through challenges. And a lot of people are like, I don't want to do this anymore. Uh, I don't, I don't want to do this anymore. It's too hard. It's too overwhelming. It's too expensive. It's too this. And it's like, you are, you are resigning yourself to the fact that you're going to play small forever. If you're not willing to learn how to get results for other people. So that was one of the big lessons for me that I really carried with me every single day. That's amazing. And I love hearing that because one person can't do what a team of 10, 20, hundred people can do even on a small micro level. Right. So if you can harvest these traits that you've learned, skill sets, and make them much more productive, add more value, build, you know, some sales acumen or whatever it may be, then you have this multiplying effect. And that's the whole point of scaling uh, once you learn that. So let's go back to starting this business. So um, when you started back, I, I would say probably a decade ago for you, um, what, what, triggered you to start and what did it pivot like did you pivot the avatar persona the type of clients you were targeting like your business in general and what does it look like today compared yeah, to when it first started yeah and it's such a good question because i think you always you always where you start is never where you end there's a natural evolu evolution and a zig and a zag and a pivot that that is a part of building any brand and any business you know for me when i first got school first of all i'll answer your first question why did i you know get started and what was i looking to achieve more than anything i wanted to do fulfilling work that i felt made a difference I was making one corporation millions and millions of dollars and it just wasn't fulfilling. I didn't feel like I was making a difference. I didn't feel like I was, you know, really utilizing my talent in the way that I was destined to. And I couldn't, I couldn't take it anymore. I felt like I had to, I had to do something. 
So that's number one. To answer your other question, um, you know, so, so it was about doing something fulfilling. When I first got started, I thought I was going to be a speaker. And my focus was to become a speaker. And I was like, I am going to be, you know, on these stages. I'm going to travel. I'm going to teach about business, blah, blah, blah. Well, then when I started building the business and I actually got into it, I realized, oh my gosh, there's this thing called the internet. And I actually don't need to leave my house and I can work on my lunch break and I can work in the pockets of my spare time and I can do videos and content and newsletters and podcasts and, you know, all of these things. And I can coach clients uh, and get paid thousands and thousands of dollars from the comfort of my own home. And I was like, okay, you know, that's, that's a much more efficient business model. So I love to speak. And of course I do speaking engagements a couple of times a year, but that's not that's not at all where my income comes from. I do high level consulting for entrepreneurs that want to learn how to scale their businesses online. So we teach systems, infrastructure, and people for sales, marketing, celebrity, you know, PR, um, you know, finance, you know, all of those things, the core systems within a company. And so when I started, I, I really started in the sales realm because I recognized that most people in the business space just have a horrible sales system and do not have a handle on their strategy as far as, uh, you know, acquiring leads, nurturing them effectively and closing them. And I started with small to mid-sized businesses. And, and then again, um, what I learned very quickly was that in the entrepreneurial space, this was education that business owners were so hungry for. And they don't like the word sales. They like the word marketing, right? And so I learned quickly, my first product was a sales product and that was a flop. Um, and then I changed my language to match the operating reality of the people I was selling to. And all of a sudden, uh, they were understanding, uh, you know, what I was there to help them with. And so I started off doing one-to-one -one consulting you know, teaching entrepreneurs how to grow their businesses online, how to gain more clients and grow more quickly. And, and then that evolved into group programs and then masterminds and then, you know, higher level ascension programs and, you know, speaking engagements and writing books and, you know, everything from there. That's amazing to hear because um, it sounds like you found something that you actually truly enjoy. And is there a specific niche that you kind of, target like who is your ideal dream type of client because as an smb or small medium-sized business owner that encompasses every single niche industry and marketplace so yeah. and that's 95 percent of every single business out there right so yeah. is there a specific avatar or persona mm -hmm. that you kind of want to target yeah for us we're really focused on businesses that are in the low six figures that want to go from six to seven to eight in a service-based business, meaning they, they create a transformation of some kind. It could be wealth, it could be health, it could be business, it could be, you know, any number of fields. We work with everything from accountants and, you know, people that run agencies to speakers, coaches, consultants, and everything in between. For us, it's very much a psychographic. So the people that I work with, I call them business athletes. So I specifically target business athletes, people that want no fluff, no BS, really high concept strategic advisory to help them scale. So there's a million and one coaches out there, for example, that help you find your life purpose, that help you niche into your big idea, that help you get your first 10 clients. That is not 
that is not who we are. Um, we are specifically for people that have a baseline foundation and are ready to go the distance and are looking for someone to come in and give that strategic competitive advantage in the way that they differentiate themselves in the market and the way that they strategically align their systems for scalable growth. I see. And do you focus on online uh, exposure only, or is there a mixture of say bricks and mortar versus online yeah. digital transformation? Um, and obviously you in this digital space, you're fully aware of amplification digitally. Yes. Um, yes. So utilizing all the tools and tactics and marketing funnels, I would say, uh, I'm sure you, you're, you're, you have a team behind you to, to create these systems as well. Yes, yes. I have almost a team of 50 full-time employees. And uh, our primary focus right now is the online space, um, just because it's, it's faster, more efficient, easier to target, easier cost, more cost-effective to acquire clients. Um, we are launching a corporate division this year uh but you know that's that's a whole nother beast right it's slower moving everything about it is slower moving and uh it's fun it's fun to work in that space um but it's less efficient right it's higher ticket uh but but certainly less efficient and uh, I, I like the pace i like the pace of the online world oh that's good and and you have to actually enjoy it right and this is the thing people who are afraid to take that take that step right um but you understand how to amplify in this new digital age um, take advantage of technology take advantage of all the software and tool set and speed that things are evolving so quickly um is there a baseline of starting um you know intro versus package versus like your custom kind of package with clients because i'm sure you have low entry points and high entry points as well yeah. so in our consulting arm of the company our our entry level product is a thirty thousand dollar investment and then we go upwards of a hundred thousand we of course have other products that are literally like we have our marketing club which is like you know a thousand bucks for the year, right? Um, so we have other products and, and services outside of the consulting arm of the company for people that just want like a taste, right? They just want to like kind of like they want to get in our world. They want to be a part of what we're doing. You know, they want to hang out with the team. Um, I'm not really the, the primary focal point of that, uh, but I have an incredible world-class marketing team uh, that, that does a lot of the online education in the market as well. So, you know, we have separate products and programs for, for that type of audience. Um, but yeah, so our products in the consulting arm are basically 30,000, you know, 60,000, you know, 85,000 and then on upwards from there. That's amazing. It, and that's uh, where you get to get to know the business owners, right? It's much more intimate and you get private coaching. You get a lot of your expertise and knowledge where then it becomes strategy, where exactly. you're actually having fun planning out like exactly. implementation process and kind of, you know, over a roadmap, right? That yeah. in a framework. Exactly. So I, I love that. So where are you today and where do you look and see yourself in the next 5, 10, 20 years? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, today I see us as the leaders from 
the standpoint of the online business coaching space in North America. You know, we're really one of the fastest growing and one of the only eight-figure coaching and consulting companies uh, in our space. Uh, there's only a handful of select others, and, and I think we're we're pretty well outpacing them. Uh, our vision and our goal over the next five years is to become the number one business education and leadership development company in the world. And so, you know, our focus is over delivering for our customers, really helping them to gain a strategic advantage in the marketplace, and then building brand advocacy that allows us to uh, elevate the brand to becoming a household name because of the lives that we change, the people that we impact, and the results that they that's amazing and it sounds like you're you know these lofty goals of yours it seems like you've been delivering all your life right so obviously you have a framework and plan and strategy in place to make it happen and um, I love your energy I love the way that you present yourself and it sounds like you're enjoying every step of the way and that's more important Um, it's so important it's so important. And, and, and that's why I always say, you know, when you're, when you're going down a path in business, like you have to do the thing that fulfills you. You have to do the thing that lights you up. You have to do the thing that you can commit to doing for the rest of your life. Because when you do something because of a surface level transactional outcome or you're chasing just the money or whatever the case, you're never going to stick with it. It's too hard. To be perfectly honest, people think it gets easier as you grow. No, it doesn't get easier. It doesn't get easier. You get stronger and your team gets better. That, that's what happens. You get stronger and your team gets better, but it does not get easier. You have new, new level, new devil, right? So you have to be doing something that absolutely is, is, is your heartbeat. It has to be the centerpiece of what you believe that you're called to do and what you believe that you were put here to, to make happen. And, and I feel like a lot of business owners who are in the six, seven, or I would say eight figure realm, they, they have clarity. They know exactly yes. what every day looks like and how to achieve it for the next month. They have this instinct in them on who they should spend time with, how to, what's important to their lives because they have full, complete control. And There's that's what around making exactly. decisions and about choosing definitive direction. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And then enjoy every moment of it, right? Enjoy that process because life is short. There's only so much time, it's right? Sick, yeah. And you might as well surround yourself with people that resonate with your values. And mm-hmm. that's why if you're a business owner, you get to select your team. And that's so critical. And have you had challenges over the years? I'm sure with 50 employees. Oh, I, <laughs> I had challenges. <laughs> oh, like hiring and firing. Oh, yeah. oh, I think you said you had to do a <laughs> I don't think we have time to cover all that. Um, yeah, I've had the best, most fulfilling experience you could ever imagine. And I've had the worst, most terrifying, heartbreaking situation you can ever imagine. Um, and, and if you are going to build a team, you will have both of those things. Absolutely. And I can tell you, it, it's, it, you can't predict it. You can't avoid it. You have to be prepared for it. Um, when you're dealing with people, that, that's par for the course. And totally. And now that you have a family, I mean, that's probably one of the most important times that you want to be present with your family, right? Um, so that's the first thing I schedule every single day and yeah. every single week, right? Like that, I always put family relationships first in my calendar. Everything works around it. 
That's it. That's it. I love that. Um, so if you don't mind mentioning or sharing with the audience members how they can reach you, check you out. I know you have a lot of different places that you're active on, on social and a lot of books and a lot of podcasts and stuff. If you don't mind mentioning the best ways to reach out to you, Kelly. Absolutely. So uh, the podcast is the number one place. Like uh, that is my legacy work. That's where I, you know, three times a week I'm releasing new shows. It's called the Kelly Road Show. So it's pretty easy to find. Um, but they're 20 minute or less episodes, power pack strategy to just explode your business. And you, you will get the mindset, the strategy, the insight that you can't get anywhere else. So definitely subscribe to the Kelly Road Show. And if you just want to, you know, come over and say hi, pop into Instagram, drop me a message in the inbox, Kelly Road Official. I'd love to hear from you guys amazing well thanks a lot i'm gonna have all this contact information on the show notes um it's been my pleasure i mean it was short but sweet and it gets right to the point and i love your story kelly i love your energy and i look forward to seeing you dominate this global space that you're looking to dominate in the next couple of years Thank you so much. It was my honor to be here and I really enjoyed our time together. And you have the best bookshelf I've ever seen. I was getting distracted looking at all the amazing books behind you because you have like the best of all time all around you. That's a great place to be uh, doing your work every day. Well, I, I love ingesting good content, right? And that's what I mean. If you can spend time with either people in person or yeah. absorbing it from experts that have spent their life putting this, you know, 40 year compression to a book, and absorb content that resonates with you. It's everything. Love it. All right. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for having me. Thanks a lot, Kelly. Thank you for listening to our latest podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the Business Sphere and share this episode. Tune in next week for more interviews from entrepreneurs.